Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All righty, all righty, all righty. Good night. Good evening. It is Wednesday, and you already know what time it is. It's SEC After Dark. After We're going to do dark. a little bit of After Talk, uh, presented by the After Dark channel, presented by, which is presented by Dead Soxie. So, Father's Day is right around the corner, and Dead Soxie has the perfect gift for any budget, whether as a gift or buying for yourself. Dead Soxie is excited to help you celebrate with style. Sign up for a Dead Soxie NIL membership and receive new styles every month, two months, three months, or even every six months. These socks not only comfort your feet, they give back. Over 50% of the proceeds are pumped back into Ole Miss Athletics. If a sock subscription isn't your speed, ask for a Saturday 7-pack. Get seven unique designs to coordinate each of these upcoming season's seven home football games. Again, these packs give... <laughs> Back to Ole Miss Athletics as well. So visiting deadsoxy.com, that's dead, S-O-X-Y.com, and stock up on your favorite socks while supporting your beloved Rebels. It's a double win. You can also get 25% off on all non-licensed styles and free shipping on all orders with the code... After Dark. After Dark. So happy Father's Day from Dead Soxy. As always, stay Soxy. Stay Soxy. Day socks. So excited about this uh, new new uh, partnership we have with with Dead Soxy. Uh, I'm looking at the website right now. Uh, they have some pretty pretty cool stuff, man. They're uh, it's it's. I'm excited. Yeah, they've got Georgia stuff. They got Alabama stuff. They've got Tennessee stuff. So whatever you're interested in, they probably have that in stock for you as well. That's right. So it's uh, they have these athletic lounger socks that uh, that have just random designs to it so i plan on making an order at some point i need to up my sock game that's for sure well jake actually searched the website but he's on since he's on um aol instant messenger um doing this broadcast it, it kicked him off <laughs> it did he uh he googled the wrong thing he he mm. took jeb's advice and googled the wrong thing so yeah um you know either that or cassidy's using the phone and he's still on dial-up i don't know <laughs> Dad. 
<laughs> David Cassidy, I was on the phone. Oh Cassidy, my goodness, Cassidy, you knocked Jake off the off the off the line here. But yeah, seriously, anyway, Cassidy. Steve, Steve Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas. Whenever he decides he can get back uh, to the wonderful world of SEC after dark, Steve celebrated his bicentennial birthday uh, a few days ago. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to make fun of him, but he had me walking all over Disney World. He could do it just fine. I, I was not doing that well. You're you're not you're not there yet, Jeb. No, pour, pour, pour one out for my childhood friends George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> and Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Um, yeah, so bicentennial. I I if ADHD didn't strike me, uh, I would have I would have made a bicentennial post to you, Steve. But <laughs> ADD yeah. got the best of me, so. Um, that ADD yeah. one. So I was too old yes. for the Civil War draft. Yep. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, dude. I love it. Okay, so we got we got the, quite a bit on the docket tonight. Um, mm-hmm. We got some SEC scheduling stuff. Israel and I talked about that. Israel's back from the beach. So uh, if you want to check out the latest episode of Believe in Georgia Dogs, it is on. It, it is available on our YouTube channel and wherever you find your podcast. If you want to check that out, check out Israel and I's opinion on uh, rule changes, SEC schedule stuff. And then also Georgia hired a new baseball coach. Yay. Wes right. Johnson from, from LSU, pitching coach from LSU. Uh, longtime MLB assistant, um, most recently with the Twins. So that'll be fun. I, I will never understand hard. how Georgia can be bad at baseball. They, uh, well, they don't <laughs> recruit well. Yeah. They, they, that, that, that's part of the one thing because they they play good baseball in Georgia. I they mean, play they could they could hit. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They they should be able to hit a nine iron and recruit for their program. Yeah, there's there's no reason Georgia should be bad at yeah. any of the major three sports because of what's in Atlanta mm-hmm. alone. Like it's unacceptable for Georgia to be terrible in basketball too. Well, true. Cassidy, we recorded that thing last night. I just I posted it. It it premieres at seven a.m. Central Time and just is available all day. So it's not we're not live. Just yeah. break the glass on that. My my locked on um Ole Miss podcast from today hasn't gotten less than eighty views in an hour. So I was like that that's I'm going to be all right on this one. I made a little money today. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, where where is Jake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's Cassidy, come on, yeah. Did Jake just dump us? Is, did we say something offensive? <laughs> did he become an Auburn fan and he's just ashamed to tell us? I knew it. <laughs> I you knew think he'd want to be here while is, we're talking about is, is he looking longingly at Aubie's poster in his bedroom? Wondering how the hell did we lose to <laughs> Penn? <laughs> Good grief, man. Uh, that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> but Bama gets to face the number one team in baseball. We're looking for future sponsors. Do not recommend charter internet to anybody. <laughs> I could have told you that, Jake. Do you yeah, have any other providers? Been. It's just oh. an older way of doing things, Jake. Yeah. Charter. Good Lord. I had charter in Athens. That was probably the worst thing of all that's, time. That's right above saying Jake has um, net zero. Yeah, I had about in Jackson, Tennessee. I remember they were, they were terrible. Charter is Charter might be the worst. They might be the worst company of all time. 
Of course, yeah, he lives in Alabama, so he's lucky it's not like Bob's internet. <laughs> like you didn't have to get I'm, from, I'm, I'm, I'm from Mississippi. I mean, I understand that. We, we had those situations. It's like Vicksburg interwebs. It's like, no, no. <laughs> There's something like that in, uh, in, in Centerville, Tennessee, where uh, my brother-in-law's lake house is. He's, uh, he's got some sort of random internet that I've never heard of. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, some internet that doesn't even have ESPN3. Yeah. Yeah. The only channel it offers is uh, ESPN News, <laughs> with Lowell Galindo. You can watch the Lumberjack games from 1987, and the World Series of Poker from 1988, where Doyle Brunson took down the gold bracelet. I have no idea what you're talking about. You've never seen the movie Rounders, I presume. Oh, I have it's seen the movie, movie Rounders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, um, what is it, Teddy KGB or whatever? Yeah, Teddy KGB, yeah. yeah. He takes him down. Like, yeah. he, he, he studies this world. He studies the World Series of Poker from 1988 where Duel Brunson checked his way into a win. Yeah. He, like, he, he, got, uh, he got a full house on the – no, uh, no, it was a straight flush on the flop. And he just checked it until the until the opponent bet all in, and he he kept he he would check and then he would call, acting like he was chasing something, and um, and then he then he called his all in and and, and beat him. I think he got his opponent to call all in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think I'm saying. He didn't he, have anything. Yeah, that is actually impressive. But getting a straight flush on the flop like that, come on, how often does that happen? That's, yeah, that's like a, see. Pretty, pretty epic. Hand. Yeah, pretty epic here. Look at look hey! who's back. Hey, Cassie is back family. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Cassie. Cassie with her dinner. What, what what's for dinner, Cassie? Is is she holding up the, the rabbit ears, trying to get yeah. you? Yeah. Your yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, absolute garbage. Is it, I'm sorry. Do you have Bob's interwebs? <laughs> yeah. We actually got new internet coming through. It's going to be another six months for us in our area, so I just got to survive until then. Look, they're building it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, put the, they, put the tower, they put the tower up yesterday. That, that's, a, that's a deep dive, if, if you get my yeah. reference there. Yeah, the Euro trip. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we get trained. They're building it now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh. Miami Weiss, <laughs> American number one new show. Uh, popcorn, okay, all right. Get your popcorn ready for this show because uh, there's a new sport overseas that we're definitely not going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm. I, we're we're going to go MLS after dark tonight. It's it's going to happen. It, it's yeah. definitely going to happen, but we're definitely not going to talk. That's definitely not the sport I'm referring to. But oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you're talking about the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's taking Sweden by storm. The center yeah, league, sweet. yeah, the missionary league. Uh, okay, right. we're going. We're going. We're getting. Mm -hmm. We're getting too close. Getting too close. <laughs> that so let's, let's talk about eight or nine game football schedule before everybody runs off. We started out with like um, 10 streamers, and now we're down to three live at the moment. 
yeah. It, so ADD we, radio at its yeah. finest. Yeah. So we we are ADHD. If, yeah. if you ever needed if you ever needed a full uh, human personification of ADHD, you got it right here. Well, last week we talked about our worries with an eight or a nine game schedule, and the SEC responded by just kicking the can down the road and not making a choice and pushing the decision <laughs> off to next year. But the good news yeah. is the LSU rivalry that I cared about it's safe for at least another year. The Alabama Georgia right. rivalry, the Alabama, I mean the Alabama Tennessee rivalry, the Auburn Georgia rivalry. Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina. Y'all have a lot of secondary rivals. Um, everybody hates us. Yeah, it's geographic too. Like everybody, everybody that borders us hates us. Yeah, and but they kick the can down the road, and I honestly I'm okay with it as long as they make a decision next year. If they do it again, because let's not forget that Texas A&M and Missouri came in the league, and they put a temporary schedule in for them, and they've kept that for 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, Absolutely and that's why ridiculous. Georgia, and that's why Georgia has not been to Kyle Field yet. So, right. I, I think I think we're staring at a nine game schedule. It's just they're waiting on they're waiting on ESPN to pony up the the, the rest of the money for for a ninth game. I figured out how that could happen. It's all it's all money. I mean, the PGA proved that everything is just about money. It's just about money. That it, it, it's that's all it is. Did you money. see? Uh, was it? Was it Brooks Kepka on CNN today where they asked him about DeChambeau, um, the Saudi, Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau, and they asked him about 9-11 and the Saudis' involvement in it, and his answer was, everybody makes mistakes. Oh, he, he is a complete meathead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that he, might be one of the worst answers I've ever heard. That, yeah. he, makes, he makes Rob Gronkowski look like a neurosurgeon. Good grief. That, that's scary. Yeah, Desha- you know, I asked him about that. And said, My bad, dude. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's all me. Sorry, guys. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't bank left fast enough, and I just hit the, just hit the top. Uh, we all make mistakes, man. The Come Saudi, on, the Saudis <laughs> buying P- the PGA Tour is interesting. Of course, I did not watch golf before. The um, LIV, I did not watch golf after the LIV, and I'm not going to watch golf now. Um, but I can understand how people that do, that'd be like me losing the LSU game because it, it they made more money going somewhere else. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. But no, that what what's troubling also is that hey, they sold their soul to, yeah. to the Saudis, but. This time last year, they were condemning the Live Tour, and they were condemning all of mm-hmm. these players going over to the Live Tour. And then here, here these guys shoot up the leaderboards in every PGA event, and 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 now PGA's threatened so that you know if you can't beat them, join them type situation. Because yeah. li- Live Golf after Brooks Koepka won the PGA Championship, that that's the springboard that Live Golf needed to take over. And obviously, we're seeing that now because they because the PGA said, "Okay, all right, well, you got us." Well, the funny thing is, nobody was watching it. They had some event no. in in DC that um, over two days of it had six thousand and four thousand viewers on the CW. Oh God! Wow. Yeah, nobody nobody was watching it. But Nobody's it wasn't until it. these guys in, these guys had to infiltrate PGA events, and. That's I mean they just they're just threatening like PGA doesn't have doesn't have their superstars because Rory keeps their superstar keeps choking, their megastar is too old and and, and broken to, yeah. to be to be what he used to be, 
Um, your other megastar is now the megastar of the Live Tour, and he's 52 years old, so what can he really do? Right. You know, you're banking your hopes on Scotty Scheffler, who's not – he's a superstar talent, but he's not a superstar. And you have John Rahm, who's a superstar talent, but he's not a superstar, if, if you catch my drift. Brooks Kepka is. Bryson DeChambeau is a complete meathead. I – <laughs> I, I couldn't stand it before. Now I really can't. Um, you know, Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, Cam Smith, those guys have it factors in the sport of golf. And now they're with Liv. They're with Liv. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm not going to watch it either way. I just know that there are some people that are very upset about this merger. There's probably some people that's excited that it's all going to bring people back together somehow. And, um, it's not. Yeah, and we'll see exactly what happens <clears throat> with it. All I do know is um, the Saudis actually made an offer to Lionel Messi, one last-ditch offer to kind of win his services. Three years, $1.6 billion. And Messi wow. said no and went to Miami. That's got to be a hit on your confidence whenever that happens. Yeah. That tells you what you need to know because not, mm. not everybody can be bought, obviously. Wow. Um, mm. And I was I, say I was, that you said 1.6 billion. billion. I would say Tiger's not hurting for cash. I mean, uh, Tiger Tiger made a 500 million dollar divorce settlement, and that was like me clearing out my back pocket. So <laughs> I don't think he really missed out on that. <laughs> and he has so much passive income that yeah. he could never he he could never swing another golf club and still be a billionaire. Like it's I mean, my gosh, it's he's still part of a bunch of commercials and everything, and his brand, just the Tiger Woods and, clothing brand. Yeah, right. it, it's, it's 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 in a way it's similar to what Michael Jordan had, right? Has you know I mean? not had has yeah has, has. yeah I I, I yeah. forget that he's sixty years old and still making millions of dollars a year. He still makes four hundred million just on the Jordan brand. Yeah, everybody wants to talk about who was the goat, um, LeBron or Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is still making millions of dollars a year based off of his brand. Michael Jordan right. wins. Period. LeBron's exactly. going to be making Space Jam too, and that's about all he's going to be doing. And yeah. I, I will say MJ is a terrible owner, though. So. Uh, play, yeah, player, player, players generally make terrible owners. I know they do. Yeah, LA was well, LA's not an owner; he was GM, but still not mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. But Steve, correct? Cor- please correct me on this. Um, I made a comparison. Uh, we were talking about uh, the whole Messi and CR seven thing. Uh, with uh, you know, with Ronaldo, he's playing with the Saudis, and you know he's probably the next domino to come over um, after he enjoys his Saudi money. But um, I t- I said that like when we were talking about who was better, I was like, okay, well Messi's like Jordan, and Ronaldo's like LeBron. Like Ronaldo has a lot of statistical categories, probably some more of the individual accolades, uh, but Messi like. Messi's one of those players you just watch him and you just know, yep. right? You just know. Like he does so many other things. You just you just watch him. You're like, yeah, that that's it. That's that's it. And when you watch Michael Jordan, you're like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, he had some he had some stats and hardware to back it up. Also, um, you know, especially the defensive player of the years and the you know six six and zero in the finals, things like that. But you watch Michael like you just watch them play and you're like. Okay, yeah, that that's that's the guy that like he's the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Like you just know, 
Yeah. And that is, that's hard to explain when you're arguing with somebody that wasn't around watching Michael play, but you're right. Just yeah. watching him play was different than watching people play today. Like, I just yeah. watched him take spending. over a game. Like, nobody, yeah. I've never seen, like, Kobe's the closest person I've seen to yeah. that. And, and, Co- you can't say Kobe's the greatest because Kobe modeled his game directly after Michael's. Right. You know, the funny thing is, Michael Jordan averaged 30 points a year, or 30 points a game for <laughs> several years in the age where the bad boys were a thing. And mm-hmm. the NBA games were sco- typically scored in the 80s. Yeah. The Jordan yeah. rules actually happened because of Michael Jordan. They're just like, hey, we're going to knock the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. And it. We're gonna that had, if you Ma- yeah, if Michael Jordan was in today's era, he would average forty-five a night. I'm convinced <laughs> of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah easily. Mm-hmm. Easily, like pe- yeah. people are like, yeah, LeBron. You know, the talent wasn't as good. Uh, well, you know, look at the Dream Team. The talent was absolutely just as mm-hmm. good. I mean, the Dream Team would wipe the floor with whatever USA Basketball is putting out right now. The Dream Team and- would destroy. Any of those teams. I saw something one time. I don't know how true it is, but didn't MJ win at least a ring before Scotty Pippen got got there? Or Pip, no. Pip came in '87. So, but still, you know, LeBron had to go and make a super team to win his championships. He didn't, you know. Yeah, the Bulls drafted you know, yeah. Pip. Right. So exactly. It's not like it's not like they never really. The, the only major free agent they got. The two biggest free agent signings the Bulls had. Ron Harper, yeah, Dennis who's, Rodman. A, who's an excellent defensive point guard, mm-hmm. and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yep. Rodman. He could but get that, 40 rebounds for a game. Defense. But yeah. that, first, that first championship that the Bulls won, you had like Horace Grant, um, mm-hmm. John Paxson. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you had the big center, um, Cartwright. Cartwright. Yeah. yeah. And – you had a bunch of – I mean, it wasn't a team that BJ, was just – DJ Armstrong was your point yeah, guard. Yeah. Right. It wasn't the team that was just juggernauts that won mm-hmm. that first championship. It wasn't like when the last championship was won when it was Kukoc and Rodman and those guys on the floor. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it was the, a different thing. The The best international star on your team, that was actually pretty – well, they drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, they drafted him. But he, he was the top international player. Remember the well, by the end of two, um, he was going to replace Michael Jordan because remember that when the dream team happened and the U.S. played Croatia and it, Jordan just took it upon himself to destroy Tony Kukoc. Yep. Wait, Jordan took something personally? He never took anything personally. <laughs> yeah, personally. Yeah. No, but later yeah. on, I mean, later on in that run, people wanted to come play for the Bulls because they wanted to play with Jordan. So right. it's not like he was out trying they, to move around and find the dream team. But they didn't, didn't really – they didn't really. They wanted to knock him off. Well, Teams wanted to knock him to. off. Like, yeah. like they they, they signed they, Dennis Rodman. They play with him. Yeah, I mean Dennis Rodman was at an all time low. I mean he had just gotten cut by the by the Spurs. Yeah, or he was getting ready to get released by the Spurs. He had got he had got cut by the Pistons. Uh, prior to that, was in a complete downward spiral, and and the Bulls picked him up. He still had a lot left in the tank, but he was not. Mm-hmm. He Obviously. was a much he was a much different Dennis Rodman than he was when he first signed on when he first got drafted. I, I wouldn't love and, and and he would never do it because he the Zen master you know he does too many things. But I'd love to just sit down and talk to Phil Jackson because he coached Kobe in his prime when they were winning Kobe and Shaq, and he coached Jordan. It's like okay, 
seriously, which if you can only have one, which one are you taking? Mm. Because those Kobe teams with Shaq, oh, that yeah. wasn't as good as the Bulls team, but Kobe meant more to that LA team, and Shaq would yeah it's yeah it's interesting. They had a really nice their 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 one two punch was a was a a, a scorer and a, and a big, whereas you had a wing mm. and a scorer with the Bulls. It was just kind of a different makeup with mm. the Bulls. I think they had to have more role players because of they never had that dominant center like the, those Laker teams did with Shaq. So they had to make up for it by having a really good defensive three in Scottie Pippen, defensive point guard with Ron Harper, and uh, they had Rodman. Uh, you know, um, in just a second, we're going to um, tell you about the curious case of Austin Simmons. There's yeah. a weird recruiting situation going on now, but um, we want to let everybody well, hey, know bef- what's going on with him. But before we get started, tell them about Online. Yeah, so we are also presented by BetOnline.ag. It is it remains your number one source for all your online sports betting needs. NHL finals are in full swing. I've got I've got a future on the Knights. Looks like that one's going to hold up. Uh, I've also got a future on the NBA finals with the Denver Nuggets. So uh, hopefully that will that will come to fruition as well. But they also have live game betting. Uh, they have uh, all odds and props and futures on just about anything you want. Uh, they have any casino game that you want as well. Uh, I like blackjack. Jeb likes a Caribbean three stud poker. Um, I did not know that. Uh, did yeah. not know that either. I had to Google that. Uh, so, <laughs> 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 uh, but whatever whatever Bet Online has, whatever your sports sports gambling or casino game uh, of choice that you want to play, BetOnline.ag has it. So what you need to do is get on your mobile device or you can hop on your computer, go to the website, BetOnline.ag, um, type in the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V. When you make your first deposit, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. So half of your deposit as a bonus. So you deposit $100, you're going to get 100 you're going to get 50 extra for typing in that promo code believe. So that's a great great deal. So do it. Type it in. betonline.ag It's where the game starts. Austin Simmons. Austin Simmons. He's a Florida Gators commit, okay? And I bring this up because he just recently visited Ooh. Ole Miss and there's kind of a tug of war happening between Lane Kiffin and Billy Napier at the moment, um, probably over NIL. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't know that for sure, but something's going on. But the reason I bring this up is Austin Simmons, if you do any research on him, he's from, I guess, Pahokee, Florida. And he is already he's already had enough high school credits to graduate, although he is technically a class of 2025. I mean, he God. could literally just – it's like he's after his age in retirement and can just move on. He, if Ole Miss wanted to, he could reclassify to right now and roll in summer school and go through fall camp. I mean, that that is where he is. Or he can keep kicking the can down the road and graduate high school in 2025 and go through that signing class. He has 50 hours of college already at his record. So he could go to college right now and essentially have an associate's degree. Good now. So this this class of twenty twenty five player, by the way, is also a um, top one hundred prospect, left handed quarterback, can absolutely oh, throw dimes, and he's also a left handed pitcher that can throw ninety six miles an hour. God. So, hey. 
whenever you talk about genetic jackpot, they're talking about this kid. Jackpot. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. And I think right now he's in Gainesville basically meeting with the Florida staff to decide if he's going to flip or not. Um, But right now, before today, the momentum was towards him flipping to Ole Miss, reclassifying to this summer, and just going to college. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I call it the curious case of Austin Simmons. Heck of a prospect. Yeah. Look at his huddle video, Austin Simmons. Um, you will be impressed. Honestly, yeah. he, he, he's impressive. Don't Google right. it, Jeb. <laughs> you can Google the huddle highlight, though, probably. Jeb, we can't hear you. Oh, yeah, Derek, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I knew nothing about this kid until I started looking him up when we were talking about him. And I got to tell you, I kind of like him. Uh some of it's just impressive. They're saying he played it like Miami Doctors Charter or something that didn't have football. His freshman year, he threw back-to-back, no hitters in baseball. That's impressive. But my favorite wow. thing about him is the utter disrespect that he has for his current school, and I love it. It makes me laugh. So he went to, what, Pahokee? Is that what you said? Pahokee? Yeah, Blue Devils, Pahokee. Which was Anquan Bolden's old school, and he broke Anquan Bolden's passing record there. Oh. Records is, you know held for a while. Now he's got it. And then he told him he's transferred to another school. That oh. just makes me laugh. I like this kid. He Man. just came in, broke Anquan's record, and dipped. That's awesome. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Yeah. He just this learned his w- name on the board, and now if he's he, gone. If he goes to another high school, this will be his third high school. So he's somebody that, even if he goes to Ford or even if he goes to Ole Miss, the transfer portal is always going to be an option for this kid. It, yeah. it just is what it is. Well, they're saying his dad's already got a job at Moorhaven, and that's where he's going to go. I don't know where that is, but Moorhead State or Moorhaven? Moorhaven. So his dad's like the offensive coordinator there now. Just got that job, and so that's why he's leaving. But I just, I just find that funny. Just showed up, had one great year, and then took off. And it was a sophomore year. That's how good he was. He broke the record his sophomore year. And And this kid is the real deal, apparently. Yeah, he 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 is really good. He's a top one hundred player. And he deserves uh, it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just look at his That's video. Funny. It's like, okay, this kid could probably come into your program right now, red shirt for one year, and he's ready to compete in year two. Honestly. Corey Jeb, you probably won't. You guys probably won't like that if he stays committed to Florida, though. Just since y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna hope he doesn't. I'd rather <laughs> beat it Ole Miss. Although now, if they're getting rid of divisions, I guess Florida's right. not in our division anymore. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. So but they're, 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 they're going to be a secondary rivalry. Right. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would expect to see them more than Ole Miss, but you never know. Yeah. But you're at least going to see them every other year. But I, I'm telling you, it, it, like I said, I called it a curious case because this kid is unbelievably intriguing and hit the genetic jackpot. A, 90, a lefty that can throw 96 at yeah. 17 years old. That dude's got so much cash in his future. I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised he's not focusing more on baseball. Sounds like he's great at it. Well, that's that's one of the reasons he's talking to Ole Miss in Florida. Because he he can play baseball as well. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. He he can do that because SEC baseball is essentially the equivalent of what, double A? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a southpaw and make it to the major leagues, you're pretty much going to have a really good career. Yeah. 
I mean, Jamie Moyer pitched for what twenty five years at eighty five miles an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He he just he just painted the corner. Yeah. Yeah. For, he I think he was like forty seven when he finally retired. But pitched that year before he retired it was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, so, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up. Huh. Mike, it's time for picks. It, it's almost close. We've got the voice of God coming in um, at the end of the summer. We're, we're, we're doing picks again. We're actually, if anybody's looking, we're looking for sponsorship for the pick segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to post the live video, but we're also going to take the pick segment, cut it up, and put it on the next day just as a standalone. Yeah, okay. and that, that will be presented by... Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy. But the and pick segment will somebody be... somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything on here is presented by Dead Soxy. Jason takes care of everything. He's presenting Dead everything. Dead That's mm-hmm. right. He's, he's presenting the opportunity to present. Yes. Right. So, should be pretty good. But we will have the voice of God back um, this fall. She's looking forward to it. Right now, she's just going to bed at like 7.30 because she's, <laughs> she's, she's gearing up. So yeah. he, here, here's what I'm in need of, and maybe one of our associate producers, uh, maybe that maybe that one that's sitting in, in the background there, Jake. Um, I, I, need a, uh, I need somebody that, can, that, that listens to my show that, tells, that can tell me, okay, from this time to this time, uh, this is the clip that you, need to, that, you need to, that you need to cut up because me – I have a, I have a hard time doing it because I think it's all good. So like I have a hard time picking out which, which you, one is the best. Were you being a homer? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm being a bit of a yeah. homer actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I think all this stuff is good, man. Like, right. So hey, Ricky, we're doing well. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Ricky. What's up, Ricky Henderson? Ricky. <laughs> I was gonna say Ricky Bobby, but yeah, that's yeah. better. I th- I, Michael, I think she won picks last fall, so she technically crushed everybody in picks. I think she won by one game over me. Yeah. Man, that's wild. Yeah. I kind of crashed there at the end. I think I was in the lead for a long time, and then I just kind of tanked. Yeah. I, I was kind of I kind of had the Ole Miss policy last year. Yeah. It was not yeah. a good November for me. I kind of I kind of let Vandy influence me in that last game, and and I picked Vandy over Tennessee, which I should have never done. But you know, hey, I, I'm I am proud I took Vandy, and I would take them again. <laughs> Anchor oh, down. Yeah. Nobody could have guessed how Joe down. Milton was going to do. Mm. So, yeah. Joe Milton could have gone out there, beaten one of his own receivers in the head, knocked him out, and that's been the game for us. <laughs> you never know. Joe Milton can throw the ball for you forty yards. If you yep. need him to throw it 40 yards. But if you need him to throw it 20 yards, he can throw the ball 40 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've never heard this one before. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – mm. Hey, I've got Joe Milton jokes for at least one more year. The other one is the yeah. Anthony Richardson where um, he hit the ceiling on there, and I was like, well, that was a screen pass. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That is I feel good. like the guy in one video. Was there a receiver up there? No? Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I love it, dude. Man, it's an interesting thing. You have people that are completely analytically driven. You know, whenever yeah. it is all about analytics. And you can always tell the ones that 
or I test people because people like Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, they don't just go off their stats. Everybody sees that. It's like, ooh, they're six foot four, 220 pounds, can run like a deer, cannon for an arm. They have to be a good NFL quarterback. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you ever seen these people play? Yeah. Anthony Richardson did not have like multiple games of over 200 yards back to back. And he lost to Vandy. Yeah, and he, and he got boat raced by Vandy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wow, yeah. And the Colts and, are putting all their hopes into him too. And well, I mean, the Titans picked up Will Levis, and but at least I mean, they got any, him in the second round. And they got him in the second round, yeah. but I mean, did he win any meaningful game? I mean, any big game that he needed to win, did he win it? Not he last year, but he yeah, regressed yeah. big time. He did. Yeah. No, yeah, and part, and then, part, and, but he's also not our starter, at least. I don't know what. Thank God. Know, you see how throw the other day? Yeah. I, I, I'm praying it's um, Malik Willis. I'm praying it's Malik Willis. No, Ryan Tannehill is still the starter. Ryan Tannehill is not. He was that not. Don't, the that don't give me any hope. Yeah. He was not the solution, but he was definitely not the problem either. No, he'll be decent. He's just not the future. You know, he's you not the future, and guys. he's not the problem. Yeah. He, he is the stopgap. He's the guy that's just good enough to, to, to get the, the – they, they need an offensive line that can protect, and they need, they need a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins to come in and be a good he's, target, be a nice little one-two punch, make sure Nick Westbrook Akine is not yeah. your number two. Like Nick Westbrook Akine as your number two means your receiver room is awful. Garbage. Yeah. He yeah, has to see- be at least at best your number three. Uh, and then you have Kyle Phillips as, as a nice little slot guy there. Mm-hmm. So. This year we may need a quarterback who could scramble because that offensive line is going to be rough. Yeah, it's going. It's not looking pretty. That offensive line ain't. No. We'll just see. Unless all these guys step up. But yes, I agree, Michael. I think Richardson's going to get somebody fired. Yeah. Yeah. What What did Michael mean about his Auburn football team having off the field issues? I haven't heard this. I think either. they're in that they they joined that league in Sweden, from what I hear. Oh uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, they're, tra- right. they're training for the wrong <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, how did you but forget I mean, about look, that? Yeah, were you look looking longingly at Arby's a poster of Arby's eyes? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. Off, it's, it's right off camera. You can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh Lord. I support all Alabama athletics. Is Cassidy like a closet Georgia fan? Yes. I wouldn't say she's a closet Georgia fan. She's pretty outspoken about it. Yeah, she ain't (laughs) no damn closet nothing. (laughs) She's definitely – She's even saying go Eagles now. It's like, good grief. She's a a 50-50-er at this point. She used to be an Auburn fan. Then she married me. She's not a man fan. Now she's a Georgia fan. So, I – Oh, she just flipped me off, but you can't do that no more. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, a- throw anyway, some, throw some, Madam Cassie, throw some. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think she she's just the bandwagon. She's she's a bandwagoner. Whatever team <laughs> wins and has a championship, that's who she goes to. <laughs> throw some, Madam Cassie, please. <laughs> you know, she she that, I'll break it. You know, once um, July gets here <laughs> and we start it. going through, like, previews of each team, I'm looking forward to that. Um, obviously, we're yeah. going to pay close attention to Texas and Oklahoma because they're 
legit. Yeah, yeah. she just did it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, as but, Becky would say, "Here, cat, see cat." Yeah, but talking talk about previews, Corey. Uh, me, we uh, we haven't put them all out yet, but me and Stacy just finished up going by every position uh, of doing the uh, the the depth chart book. Alabama so I know I well I, I I tried to I joined it in your show yesterday and mm-hmm. I got no love there heck I did yeah too. We, yeah we we said hey we said hello yeah we weren't talking about that though we was talking about the the schedule I made like 38 comments <laughs> they Stacy and Joe he's, he's a new guy we brought on board and uh they got kind of into the argument about the 12 team playoff because Steven you know how Stacy Stacy feels about yep. the 12 team playoff mm-hmm. And uh, Joe is on on your side, so it, it was it was a fun discussion. I just I just leaned back and just let him talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so. it, um, Stacy is the guy that I just we just argue from time to time about that. We have different views on <laughs> different things of football, and it's like let's go. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's mm-hmm. it's good criticism, but mm-hmm. it's, at the end of the day, we're all friends, and and it's good to have some some back and forth banter like that. Just so. Oh, St- Steve got that. it. Who's on the cover there? Um, Brock Bowers, um, mm-hmm. Montreal Jordan, Joe Milton, Bro- and Spencer Rattler. Who's Brock no. Bowers? <laughs> oh. um, he is the <laughs> second best tight end in the SEC. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Uh, okay. Right. If, if Michael Triggs heads on straight, there's nobody touching him. I'm dead serious about that. But Brock Bowers is very good. I'm not saying he's not. Brock Bowers is an alien, dude. I don't know. Brock I don't. Was, Brock I, I love probably, my, I love Michael Trigg, but he, you know, yeah. Brock Bowers could probably be the number one pick next year if, if tight ends actually went number one. But he'd probably be a top ten for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He he's the guy that if Oakland had the or Las Vegas had the number one pick, yeah. Brock <laughs> yeah. Bowers is getting selected. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. that's Travis Kelsey two point oh. Like that yeah, guy's, that guy's that guy's a, an alien. Yep. Yeah. You think um. Andy Reid's just looking at who's going to have a potentially horrible season that he can trade with for a first round pick. Mm, so he can point. sit there and Brock Bowers it. Oh, Man, having Kelsey and Brock Bowers on the same team would be unfair. Mm. You don't need a number one receiver. <laughs> no, you can just get rid of your whole receiving core. Well, no, they'll have Sky Moore. Justin Ross apparently mm. is supposed to be yeah. coming along. And, then, and they got um, a good running back too. Who's the one running back? I can't think of his name. Isaiah Pacheco. I thought it was like Hilaire he's, or whatever. He's, he's no. Well, Hilaire. Well, they have Edwards Hilaire too. Yeah. I, I think they're, he just got injured. Thinking about trading him. They're yeah. thinking about trading him. Oh, okay. I, I heard. I heard he might be like a June first. I heard he was like in that June trade 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 bait type deal. But I I don't I think they want to trade him, but I don't think anybody wants to trade with them for him. Right. Hmm. Not much. He doesn't have much value at the NFL level. He was great at LSU, but just has not transferred like it should have. I mean, he, he's been decent, but you don't draft a guy in the first round to be decent. Yeah. Yeah. No, he hasn't panned out. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, no, Brock Bowers, He Steve, I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> Call me a homer. He is not better than – Michael Trigg is not better than Brock Bowers. Oh yeah, we we can talk about how you want to. It doesn't matter, honestly. At the end of the day, I, I, I think if Trigg's heads on straight, he's as good as anybody in the country. Seriously, 
Well, yeah, I, I I think so too. I think he's yeah. I think he's a great number two tight end in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Brock Bowers go up in the air like as big as he is? Hey, I will. Hey, what if Brock Bowers takes a step back this year? I don't see that happening. What, I mean, we can what, what, what if part, death, but. yeah? What if his um his success, his super success, was based a lot on Monken and how he was used, and that doesn't happen with um Bobo. Well, then I guess we'll we'll see. Because si- system is everything. He might have been the perfect player for Todd Monken's system. I don't think he's going to lose any value going to the NFL. I don't either. I don't either. But he's going to be free. he's going to be first team All American. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt about that. If, if teams traded up for Will Levis, I I don't think stats matter. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? And of course, it had to be freaking Texans, the Titans. Jesus. Hmm. Well, y'all can talk about Trigg and Bowers all you want, but at the end of the season, you're going to wish you had McCallan Castles. <laughs> He's so good, you can't say his name. Yeah. He was, I, huh? I don't know him, but... <laughs> Jeff, Jeff had to put his glasses on. Like, McCallan? I don't know. Whatever his name is. Yeah, so so Michael and Steve, I, I came on. Well, I came onto your show, Steve, and we talked mm-hmm. about Michael Trigg. So I know more than the average non Ole Miss fan about Michael Trigg and how good he is and how good he can be. Um, he's just got a his his head is wedged somewhere that it shouldn't be. I can't say what I want to say, mm-hmm. but it's wedged somewhere that it shouldn't be. And if he unwedges it from that spot. He can be he can be a very special player, and he he is honestly the the missing piece, the wild card to this whole Ole Miss football situation here. Yeah, th- if he's this, good. Ole Miss is good. This is what I was told yesterday that the competition has brought out nothing but positive in him. Whenever he had to um, last season, he just knew he was going to walk on the field. There was nobody else that could compete with him talent wise. He was going to be the guy. Now is a little bit of a different story because um, Caden Priestcorn is rated as the number three PFF tight end returning in the country. So Michael Trigg's going to have to go. I think he's going to end up doing a lot of that slot stuff, a lot of that Brock Bowers type stuff. They're going to play matchups that Lane Kiffin loves to do. And I think Michael Trigg can be very effective in that. And then you have somebody like Caden Priestcorn playing true tight end stuff with split zone you know, playing the RPO game, those low dump-off passes and things like that. And I think if that happens, Ole Miss's offense has a chance to be very dynamic, especially with the wide receivers, Zachary Franklin and um, Trey Harris. I mean, you essentially have all of all-conference USA wide receivers lining up for you, and then you have the best running back in the country sitting back behind you. This offense has a chance to be dynamic. Very dynamic, and and so what? And and making this thing full circle, going back to Brock Bowers, what makes Brock Bowers so good is that he is built like a inline tight end and plays like a Michael Trigg type tight end, like a Kyle Pitts type tight end, where it's that just larger receiver guy that if you really needed him to, he probably could play in line, but that's not his optimal spot. Um, but uh, think, that that's the beautiful his, thing. Think of Trigg's two hundred forty five pounds. He's not like an Evan Ingram type. You realize he was that big. Yeah, he he's a, he's a big man. 
Okay, he's pretty okay. All right, I did, <laughs> did not realize the number was that big. I yeah, he just doesn't. It just doesn't if, appear if that, that way. If that light comes on, that athletic ability. I guess he's just it, tall. Yeah. Right? And not only that, he's fluid. When he runs, he doesn't look like a big yeah. guy. Real similar to Brock Bowers. Yeah. He, he, he's real fluid, real athletic. But I think he's 6'4 or 6'5, isn't he? Something like that. He, he's, he's, he's a decent-sized man. I realize he was that thick. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, let me, let, let well, me look that up just to make sure I'm not speaking out of school. Yeah, look, look, look that up. But um, – we're clearly favorite to win conference USA. <laughs> Love that. Six three two forty. Okay. All right. Six three two forty. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Mm-hmm. Well it's eight forty seven. So I and we have not really gone into MLS after dark. So MLS after dark. Let's shall we? Shall yes. we? Look so in case you're living under a rock, mm-hmm. um Lionel Messi, the best player. Magisterial. Maybe the best player to ever lace up a pair of soccer cleats. Mm-hmm. The Are other you? one that would argue that you would be in the conversation also played in the U.S., by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Lionel Messi uh, is going to Miami. Mm-hmm. Enter Miami. Big pickup. Huge pickup. For them, mm-hmm. a huge yeah. draw, huge feather in the cap for the MLS because it is. I mean, even though, even though we get laughed at, we're the European Retirement League, but Messi still got a lot left in the tank. He does. He yeah. is still a very, very good player. You know, um, before the game this morning, he um, the a t- if you wanted secondary market tickets to a Inter Miami home game. It was about twenty-five bucks. Okay, it's twenty-five dollars get-in price for an Inter Miami game. After the news of um, Lionel Messi started to broke, it is now higher than the NBA Finals to just go to a regular season Inter Miami game. Wow! Yeah, and it doesn't matter if they're home on the road. People are trying to do it, but it's somewhere around five or six hundred dollars get-in price to see Inter Miami play right now. Yeah, hmm. that's crazy. That's a huge win for the league. Yeah. I love it, man. Like I, I'm not gonna pay five hundred, six hundred dollars to go see him play. But um I, I I love the fact that MLS is growing. Um it is growing with me. Obviously National mm-hmm. SC being good and uh Mukhtar, I think that's how you say his name. Um I'm still learning, but um he has been tremendous for National SC. By the way, the end of Jan- July, I believe it is. Um, Inter Miami versus Nashville SC. Nice. Um, that 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 is one of the things where everybody's looking at that. It's going to be one of the first games for Messi. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve. So hop on your jet that uh, that you're going to get with uh, locked on, and then let's let's go to the game. So it's like the end of August. The end of August. Yeah. That's too bad too. I actually know people with season tickets. If that was in Nashville, I'm going to be in Nashville that week. That week, <laughs> oh, I'm going to that game, but it's in Miami, so I will. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm going and in, enter Miami. Actually, right now, plays in Fort Lauderdale. They're trying to get a stadium built in Miami now. With Messi being oh. on the team, they're going to get that stadium built in Miami. But Fort yeah. Lauderdale is like two hours and fifteen minutes, two hours and thirty minutes away from me right now. 
Um, so I will be going down there to see that, and I will have a Lionel Messi pink 10 jersey uh, because I do think Inter-Miami has the best uniforms in Major League Soccer, and it's not even particularly close. Man. I'll tell yeah, you who doesn't. If they were in I'll tell you who doesn't have the greatest uniforms is, uh, is Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, they, they – yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. – they, they botched that one. Yeah, they, they they've botched it a couple of times. Yeah, not good. Portland first, Timbers has pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Their, their yeah. first crest was awesome. Yeah, and then they just ruined it and ruined it again. It's all now. They don't even have a jersey sponsor either, which is weird. The funny thing is, RSL signed um a, a DP forward today, and nobody is knows about it. Nobody cares. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to RSL to make a splash and actually go spend some money, and nobody's even going to talk about it once. <laughs> who do they? Who do they get? I don't. I don't know his name. There's a guy that from Pachuca, Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Rooney's the coach at DC. He's coaching. Yeah, he's the coach at DC. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, I remember when he came to the states, and Jeez. that was a big hoopla. But this is right here is going to take the cake over that. Yeah. You think? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, this contract, the rumor is that they got very creative. And by the way, Cristiano Ronaldo is not coming to MLS. Cristiano Ronaldo is a Nike athlete. Mm-hmm. MLS is an Adidas league. Yeah. And Messi is an Adidas athlete, and he is going to get um, some merchandising stuff from Adidas to come over here. Um, so whenever I get that jersey, Messi's going to get a piece of that. And also, Apple, the big $250 million a year Apple TV contract, mm-hmm. um, Messi's going to get a part of that, too. Yeah. Because it makes sense, because people are going to tune into that. He's going to make them money. Yeah. So so they, so they the person that made this deal must have just watched the movie Air? Yeah, I know. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah, remember how Adidas crazy. did not get Michael Jordan. It's like, we're not doing that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screw that. Okay, yeah. Messi, you're going to get part of <laughs> our apparel deal, and we're going to talk to Apple, T- Apple, and you're going to get part of that deal. That's right. Yeah. That's never been done before. And Apple is going to be the only place that you can really watch Lionel Messi play, and that's a subscription service. They're about to make so much money on this. Yeah. It's it's a win-win for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, see, I knew this – the thing that was going to happen, it got leaked out about, heck, about four months ago, that Argentina was going to set up some youth camps in the U.S. Or not camps, but um, youth academies. And it was going to be based in Miami. And huh. it was like, okay, that's what happens. And right now, it looks like Tata Martino is probably going to be the coach of Miami. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of funny how all of these things just are working out, you know. Oh yeah, it's, it's weird how that works. But um, Messi turned down um, 1.6 billion dollars over three years Golly. to play in MLS. Billion dollars because I don't know how long uh, is is this like stock in the Apple forever? Like the, the, the Apple share is that forever? I, I think he's got a deal also like Beckham, where after he retires, he can start he can have a franchise in MLS. Mm-hmm. Long term is probably a better deal. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it's a Jordan type situation. I think he'll he'll make his billion for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. He'll make and his billion. He, he's not worried it, about that, obviously. It, it, what's crazy is when um, Corey and I was working at Rivals, we would turn on MLS and you know watch what's going on. I think there were ten teams in the league at that time, something like that. And there was like the no closest teams. team to us was Houston. Yeah, and there's no teams in the southeast, and it was like, how's that? Fifteen years later, there's 30 teams in the league. <laughs> um, this is after they went and did their crazy thing with David Beckham. All these new stadiums have been built. The league is on unbelievably solid footing, mm-hmm. and now you're going to come in and supercharge it with Messi, who's going to lead into the World Cup being held in the U.S. in 2026. Uh this just feels like a seminal time in U.S. soccer, and it'd be it honestly would be difficult for them to mess it up. Yeah, yeah. Do and not it, challenge them. We're very far removed of the days where I went to go buy shin guards, and the guy's like, "Soccer? Yes, yeah, so soccer. <laughs> yeah, you play soccer." <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't I'm know why, you. but whenever you said that, that just reminded me that. Um, if that time I almost got into the fight with the Swedish guy over him clowning in front of the goal. Oh, yeah, I think I, I barreled into him. We, with that, we were yeah. on the same team. Yeah, we were getting destroyed like eight or nine to one, and he just like stopped the ball on the goal line and, you know, rolled it across late, and he's being real cute. I was known as a guy that didn't have problems doing unpopular things. We'll just put it to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I think it I'm wasn't long that. it wasn't long until we made the switch to, to to realize that me, who had never played soccer before in my life, was better with my hands than I was with my feet. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna play goalie. Because like what what sparked it was like you were at you like you you had to miss a game. Okay. And so so I played goal. And I was just like, oh, this is fun. Like, I don't ever get subbed out. Like, nobody wants to play this position. I get to use my hands. And I turned mm-hmm. into turn into a goalie. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Five foot I six was, goalie. I, I was more like Goldberg from uh, the Mighty Ducks, you know. They're kicking the balls at me. I'm getting out of the way. They're like, hey, you're supposed to stop them. <laughs> yeah. supposed to, they yeah. call, the balls are supposed to hit you. Is that not mm-hmm. how stupid anybody else? That's kind of how it was. Uh, no, no, thank you. It was fun. Yeah, you know, it, I, I enjoyed it. It just got to the point whenever I was about 30 years old, 35 years old, where I was like, I can't run around with these kids anymore. Right. There's 18 year olds running around, and it's like, no, I just can't do this. Well, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it at 18. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I do think that MLS is about to take yet another jump. And it should be interesting to see exactly what happens. Enter Miami right now is dead last in the Eastern Conference, um, so we'll see if they rise up to get to the playoff level. But if not, they're about to sell a ton of tickets. Yeah, yeah. Well, it won't be long before they're 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 pretty good. But Nashville SC is rolling along. Atlanta United is rolling along. Um, I know. Th- I think those are the top two teams in the in the Eastern Conference. Hmm. The south The South didn't want. The Southeast didn't want a team for a long time, but is it too early to chant SCC, SCC yeah, for MLS? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I like the idea. Um, 
you know, whenever Atlanta United was winning, I was always for chanting SEC FC. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, now Nashville SC is good, and we can truly yeah. say that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it should be should be really interesting. Um, like I said, I already have the um, MLS package, so whenever he plays, I'm 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 going to be watching. That's going to be my CTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dang yeah. that dang World Cup final was was insane. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I've always been a Messi guy. Um, I've never been a Ronaldo guy. Um, to me, Ronaldo was just kind of greasy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. like no, no, no thanks. And and Messi just he was the little guy, literally. And mm-hmm. you look at it, and the little guy's running like twenty three miles an hour with a ball in his feet, and it's like okay, that's impressive. <laughs> and he, and and that ball doesn't leave his feet. He can do. Yeah. He can pretty much control that ball however he wants to. Yeah. And it's like I even watched a documentary that's in, completely in Spanish about Messi, um, talking about him from the beginning and his growing up to even before PSG. And it, it was just really interesting. He's He's been the best player on the field since he was on the field. Yeah. I mean, he, he has never stepped on a field where he wasn't the best player on it. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't say what Ronaldo truly is, but it's a female dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, and it did, and it didn't help that he went, he played for Man U. I'm talking about getting off on the wrong yeah. foot. Yeah, he's, he's he's just so whiny, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. every, like he's just whiny. He's like, Doesn't remember like- the. Steven Gerrard, starfish, like whenever somebody yeah. would get within five feet from him, he'd flail out and it looked like yeah. he got killed. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's people that just drive you absolutely bonkers. And that's what like LeBron, like LeBron and Ronaldo are the same hmm. because they're like, they're just freaking just monuments of human beings and they flop around like, hmm. and they, and they whine and complain all the time. Yeah. You're just but like, hey, dude, you're you're way too big and way too athletic to be doing that. Good for mm-hmm. Ronaldo for going and getting that bag, and nobody being able to watch him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. If it ain't about the money, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. The one thing that we've learned over the last five years is how much people will compromise themselves for a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's almost surprising whenever somebody doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wow, Messi turned down a billion dollars. Well, he's going to make that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to yeah, make he, that plus some. With yeah, this you, always, you always talk about betting on yourself. Yeah, that's what Messi did. He's betting on himself. This is generational wealth because he can pass down his shares to his children. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but $1.6 billion. <laughs> I don't know. He's it's kind of like that. a, it's kind of like I an investment, Jeff. I don't yeah. believe in myself that much. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of like an investment. Yeah. He's either gonna get, he's gonna get one point six billion in three years, or he's gonna get one point six billion plus for the next 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. I guess the worst that can happen is he only gets like two hundred fifty million. It just has to. And, he's about to own. He's yeah. about to own uh, an American sports franchise in one of the fastest growing leagues in the world. Right. 
And he's like, probably brushing up on his burn notice as we speak to get ready to move oh. down there. Uh, yeah. And Miami yeah. Weiss. Yeah. I'm, I'm into season two, Corey, by the <laughs> yeah. way, of burn notice. We started talking about it. I started watching it again. I, I'm into Shit, season yeah. two. That I'm watching. Was... I, I told you I'm watching Jack Ryan. I, I just started season three of Jack Ryan. So. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, we got that season three came yeah. out. I got to watch that. All right. Well, yeah, we, season, we season four what? comes out um, the end of June, right? Yeah. I think The yeah. Witcher comes out in the next couple of weeks, too. So I, I got to get caught up. I got to yeah. get caught up on that. Uh, and that also, um, when Jeb comes back, we'll get, get ready to do it because our watch of 1923. Yeah. I was going to say, we got that coming up. Yeah, we got that coming up the too. end of this month. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be gone all this next week, although I may try and still tune in for the show. So I just have to do it from my phone, but it yeah. might work. Yeah, because they're releasing the schedule, Jeb, Jeb wants to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I do it on the beach. You so, know, at night. Dolphin <laughs> Island, Jeb and Dolphin. We'll have two people from Alabama in Alabama. <laughs> I've um, never been to a beach in Alabama, so it should be interesting. Well, well, know, why are you going to the Alabama beach when you got all the good ones on, on the Florida coast? <laughs> My brother lives in Arkansas, and apparently that's as far as he's willing to drive his family. Dude, said, you, make it there, dude, that's you, it. you can drive I, less than an hour and get to a really nice Gulf beach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. not even a problem on that one. But, but instead I can drive eight and a half hours and, and go to, to Alabama beach. It's pretty cool. So yeah, it's vac uh, vacation homes and it's like <laughs> the nearest Walmarts in mobile. Yeah. I got to yeah, stop in mobile on my way. Three and a half hours away from, you know, civilization, <laughs> but you know, besides the people down there, if you hear, Island. if you hear banjos, Jeb, abandon ship. Yeah. He's yeah, from Tennessee. He knows about that rule. Yeah. yeah. Really. I, <laughs> I know when to run. Yes. <laughs> run faster. I hear banjo music. Music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. Uh, no, I want to see my niece and nephew. So this is what I have to do. It's fine. Fine. Yeah, the niece yeah. and nephews I'm, I'm needs, sure they need nice. they need to come down here. Yeah, yeah. I'm and Steve is like they they me. Jeff, yeah. you live in the you live yeah. in the state of Florida for a reason. There, there's only yeah. one reason to live in Florida for people to come vacation and see uh, you and you don't have to travel. I was gonna yeah. say wildfires, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, at least speaking we don't of wildfires, wildfires, did y'all see New York? Oh my gosh. It, yeah. yeah, that was like an apocalyptic, you know. Yeah, like, it was, it was nuts. awful. Yeah, like, absolutely nuts. They had to postpone the Tigers game, yeah, um, in Philadelphia because of the I mean, wildfires. It's like, what's going crazy. on, Canada? Get get a grip. What do you think you are, California? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're trying to be California, eh? <laughs> Obviously, those space lasers were being used. Oh, <laughs> they had all those sharks with freaking laser beams <laughs> attached to their freaking heads. They're freaking. Freaking laser beams. Yeah, freaking anti-Canadians, yeah. which I'm an actually anti-Canadian, but you get my point. Yes. Yeah. I think they had to ground a bunch of flights and stuff, too. I mean, is that the airline industry didn't have enough problems? Yeah. Yeah, it's Southwest is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Southwest. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a nightmare. What a, what a, what a very efficiently oh, yeah. run airline. Yeah. yeah. They have zero problems, and their customers are always very cheerful. Seriously. <laughs> Very. No, they used I, to be fine. I don't know what happened, but no, it's, it's COVID happened. Yeah. yeah, I guess maybe COVID happened, and everybody went freaking money. nuts. Like people, you can't like, and people are people. People on an airplane suck anyway. 
Yeah. They've for the for the for, from the from the invention of an airplane, people people's conduct on an airplane has been horrendous. Mm-hmm. Now you factor in COVID. Now everybody's extra sensitive, extra impatient, extra anxious, extra whatever. And now you get all these videos you see of just like, like an airport might as well just be, uh, they might as well just have, they must just put UFC training centers in, in airports. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's horrible. But yeah. hey, it is what it is. Anyway, but Corey, you yeah. want to get us out of here? Yeah, let's get us out of here. But Blow but first, uh, but first, like uh, you can go visit the uh, boxing gym at at BNA. So if if you got a beef with somebody, just throw in the gloves and settle it the old fashioned way. Um, no, but uh, yeah, we are SEC After Dark. We are presented by Dead Soxy, as well as BetOnline.ag. Dead Soxy. Right. Uh, we will be back here next week for the reveal of the SEC schedule, the temporary eight Sock-a-lees, game schedule. Sock-a-lees, sock-a-lees. Um, hopefully. Uh, to Steve's uh, to Steve's wishes, and now to mine. After talking to Israel last night, uh, hopefully a nine-game uh, schedule in the in the distant future. So uh, we will see you back here next week. Jeb, enjoy the beach Thank in you. Alabama, and we will see you back here next week, better than ever. Um, as a uh, as a triad, we are SEC after dark. We'll see you back here next week. Until then, go dogs. Hotty toddy. Go balls. Roll tide. Route tide. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Hi, Paul. You ain't played nobody, Paul. 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 Listen here, Paul. Oh, gosh. Paul. <laughs> First time, long time. <laughs> Paul. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.